November 3rd, and we are live from the DJ Podcast, the DJB Studios. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Julie Joe, coming to you from the City, Colorful, Colorado. Thank you so much for joining the show today. The best, if you're listening on the download, thank you, thank you. Um, hit the follow button so you can come enjoy this live sometime every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the class. I have Aaron joining me today to go over sports in a little bit, so um, thank you so much for your continued love sports like stress and the clothes, and I swear it's making noise again. Yeah, it's making some weird noise again. Ah, weird thing. All right, so um, we'll, we'll turn this down a little bit. Yeah. Can you hear that noise, Aaron? Like, like a little ticky noise. All right. Um, all right. Maybe it's just in my headphones that it's doing that, which is not making me happy. Um, all right. So as long as you guys don't hear it, I'll just need to stop saying that. So today is Friday, November 3rd. Currently in um, November, it's 48, um, mostly cloudy, uh, and there will be mostly sunny skies, high of 66. And I sent you guys a picture of the beautiful freaking sunrise this morning. Oh my gosh, it is gorgeous. All right, so for my family out there in Welland, Ontario, it's currently 47 and sunny. Um, there will be mostly sunny skies, a high of 56. Um, for BP out there in Elwood, City, Pennsylvania, currently 37 and sunny. Expect sunny skies, a high of 59. Um, and then for my beautiful friends in Arizona and my brother, he's out there too. Um, let's see, Tucson, 51 and clear. Expect sunny skies, high of I would be 84, um, and then Phoenix, 53 and clear, expect sunny skies, high of 87. And while I have um, just you three in the room, um, I'm planning on it, and I will, I'm going to talk to Hanny later on today. I'll send her something. But her birthday is coming up, and um, I believe it's the 16th or the 17th. Hold on. Uh, I think it's the 16th. And then the, the is a Thursday, and then but you know I don't have shows on Thursdays, so I was going to what I wanted to do when I was talking about you know this is kind of like a family office, and you send a card around, and everybody signs it for the birthday, and people have been coming in here and asking about her and stuff, and and so I thought I can't do a card, but what if we do like a show where we can kind of send it around to get the word out and just have the show just 
for her and people coming in and wishing her a happy birthday and, and saying nice things for her um, and record it and then give it to her. But I want to give her the option to um, come and be here or for us just to do it and then, you know, her listen to it later. So, um, yeah. I'm gonna, oh, your dad's birthday's the 16th too? Oh, put that on my calendar. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get that done. So anyway, back to Tucson. 51 and clear, expect sunny skies, a high of 84. Uh, Phoenix, 53 and clear, expect sunny skies, of high of 87. Um, and for Michael, who's not in here, Maryland, um, Elkton, Maryland, he sent me a picture and it looked like snow, like a little bit of frosty snow on the ground. And he wrote in it, it's cold. 36 and sunny, expect sunny skies, high of 59. Um, all right, so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she is my middle sis she yeah i know she's my little soul sister see so we all have little names for her and they're all sweet names too <coughs> excuse me because we love her all right so here we go erin <coughs> you didn't get to hear this yesterday i mean when's um yeah wednesday <coughs> i need to drink something there's mike the party <coughs> When in love with Christmas sweater. That's right. We are announcing uh the Nina Joe Podcast Ugly Sweater Contest. Gives you enough time to either make yourself an ugly sweater or buy yourself an ugly sweater because there's so many of them out there. Um, so yeah, you can get your little, what are they? Pom, bomb, bomb, pom, poms. What are those little, bom the little crafts, get your arts and crafts out and make yourself an ugly sweater. Hi Ellie. Um, so yes, the Dina Doe podcast, ugly sweater contest. And, um, I believe we're going to have, I'll, I'm going to figure out where to send the pictures to, but we'll have the sweaters done by the 11th and the pictures done by the 11th. And then I'll say the winners on Friday, the 15th. So everybody get creative or look for one. It doesn't matter. It's just going to be fun. So that's what we're doing. Hi, Steve. Welcome. All right. So that's coming up. And then um, let's get into the word of the day of the day and all that stuff so that Aaron can get into sports. Hi, Radio Paralysis. Welcome. So uh, my word of the day is laughter. The action or sound of laughing. laughing. Uh, the quote, laugh, my friend, or laughter ignites a fire within the pit of your belly and awakens your pain. And that's my spell on the party. And then this one's really good too. If you can laugh in the face of adversity, you are bulletproof. And that is by her base. Um, I really like that one. Because we all go through crap. Um, and being able to laugh through it is good. So, hello, about laughter. Oh, laughter, the most contagious of all emotional experiences. By embarrassment or other social discomfort, or of course, when you're happy. Laughter has so many health benefits. We hug each other. 
muscle releases endorphins, feel-good neurotransmitters that have an effect similar to narcotics and endorphins or and the endorphins are part of the reason laughing is native. It helps increase blood flow and improve mental and physical resilience. In today's world, we do not make much effort to find cheer and laughter of each other. We're too busy, too cynical, too broadly. But laughter can make life feel more manageable. Masking pain, sharpening your ability to remember things, and get you through your daily facts on laughter. Laughter bonds people through pro-social behavior. It's contagious. Women laugh 126% more than men. That's kind of crazy. Um, mating would be nowhere without laughter. Men want to regenerate laughter and they need women who will laugh. Women are commonly laugh laughter appreciated appreciators okay i guess i mean that makes sense if we 126 with so much power to heal and renew the ability to laugh easily and frequently is a tremendous resource for mounting problems enhancing your relationship and supporting both physical and emotional health one of the best things is um this crisis um, it's fun and it's free um, and it's easy to use. Think about it. As children, we used to laugh hundreds of times a day. That's what they do. But as adults, life tends to be more serious and laughter more infrequent. But by seeking out more opportunities for humor and laughter, you can improve your emotional health strengthen your relationships and find greater happiness and even add years to your life. So there you go. you got this. Laugh often. I believe in you. Hi, Dee. Good to see you. Good to see you. That's about laughter. Ladies laugh more than men, especially when they look at me. Get out of here, PP. That's my friend you're talking about. <laughs> I love you, BP. All right. So how you doing, Aaron? doing good yeah yeah let's let's see if aaron will laugh at my jokes today we were talking about this last night at costco i was telling lewis i said he because he, aaron was popping jokes left and right and i'm like you don't even laugh at my silly jokes and he's like well you i have a different sense of humor okay all right yeah, i like watching those like comedy <laughs> specials of my favorite stand-up comedians especially like uh Jeff I'm just Dunham, not that funny. Ventorquist. <laughs> I know. I'm just teasing you, Aaron. All right. So here you go. Um, what? Um, how do pigs get to the hogs pitle? You know, pigs are hogs. Hogs pitle. Yeah. How do they get that? How do pigs get to the hogs pitle? In a ambulance. Oh my gosh, how did you get that in a I was ham? To, I was trying to figure that out in my head. Like, I try to figure these out like riddles. In an ambulance. That is correct. Dang it, Aaron. Either he doesn't laugh or he figures them out. All right. Um, here's your word. Here is something for you to ponder. Here's your thought for you to ponder, you guys. 
Um, do you think, uh, do fish get thirsty? Hmm. Fish get their what? Do fish get thirsty? No, I wouldn't think so. Well, how do you know? They eat, right? They're always in water. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But that's your that's your question for you to ponder. That's your thought for you to ponder. All right. Um, and this is your thought. You need to know this, everybody. Um, where did it go? Oh, there it is. How many days till Christmas? 51 days, 16 hours, 2 minutes, and 10 seconds until Christmas. Until Santa Claus comes to your house, hopefully, if you're good. So there you go. C countdown to Christmas. And remember um, the time change Sunday, uh, I guess, Saturday night, Sunday morning, time change. Um, I don't like the time change. Um, hi, Serotonin. Good to see you. Uh, I wish that they would just have all the same time. Every, you know what I mean? So it wasn't so all over the place. It's so dark in the morning. But man, are we having beautiful... Um, sunrises, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, Aaron, you got a lot to go over today. Yeah, I was going to say, like, when I was at Costco, I got myself a chicken bake for dinner from the uh, food court. And then um, when you were talking about the Christmas sweater thing, I was like, dang, I need to find a Christmas because it's been a few years since I got the one Christmas sweater that I still have with the cow on it. Uh huh. The cow with the like wearing the Santa hat and the lights turn on. Yes. Oh, there's more people in here. Yes, we're having a the Dina Joe podcast ugly sweater Christmas uh contest. So you either buy one or make one. So that's what we're talking about. So I um, think there's one on my Amazon wish list that I liked that uh it looks like a deer that's playing football. Like it has like a has like a helmet well, on. Tell and, everybody. And on yeah, there's a lot of cute ones I out know, there. Or else you I'll, can make I'll them. Keep looking. Yeah. All right. So you yeah, have I'll a list. Looking. You have the MLB World Series. That was exciting. Yep. And I got my World Series prediction correct, too. Yeah, you did. You did say that the, uh, Texas was going to win. Texas Rangers were going to win in five games, and they did. Yeah. And it was funny because so, when we were eating dinner, all of the um, – the TV announcer guys, um, that big poppy guy. And, uh, Oh, I don't know the one who used to date Jennifer Lopez. They were all sitting around and they were all going saying Alex Rodriguez. Yes. They were all saying that Arizona was going to win and they were going to have to take it to the seventh game. Right. And that Texas would, no, win it was going to be, a, if Texas, if Arizona had won that game five, there would have been a game six back in Arlington. There you go, six. And I think that would so. have happened, uh, I think, today if, if they had won, if yeah. Arizona had won. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, tell us about the yeah, game, so, Aaron. Yeah, so Texas won game one in a very exciting fashion. It was a walk-off home run in extra innings in the 11th inning in game one to win six to five. Rangers lost in game two, nine to one. Then they took back the series lead in game three, three to one. They they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 11 to seven in game four. And then they won the World Series in game five, five to nothing. And Corey Seager was voted as the World Series MVP. Is that the pitcher? No, he. I believe he plays shortstop for the Texas Rangers. 
And this is their first, uh, the Rangers' first ever Fran World Series title in franchise history. Uh, yeah, I remember you saying that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But of course, they showed that list of like teams who hasn't that haven't won a World Series title, and of course, mm -hmm. we're on that list still. <laughs> I know. I think we're, I think we're going to be on that list for a while until I don't know something needs to turn yeah. around. It's been a very very long time, just like the soccer team. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, there's an echo. So then I watched okay, NBA basketball. The it was back on October twenty seventh. The Nuggets won on the road, one hundred eight to one hundred and four against the Grizzlies. The Celtics beat the Miami Heat one nineteen to one eleven. And then that same day, I watched. I caught up on a Friday night SmackDown from, I believe, last Friday. And L.A. Knight and Roman Reigns signed a contract for the. Universe undisputed <clears throat> WWE Universal Championship at Crown Jewel, which happens tomorrow. Um, and it's where is it in Saudi Arabia or somewhere? Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, which I believe they have held that last in that uh, country last year. Last year too. Yeah, and they were saying that it yeah. might not happen, and then it ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah. So that's tonight. <clears throat> no crown jewels tomorrow oh okay so tonight is smackdown yeah. okay yeah <clears throat> and i'm i'm gonna skip that to watch crown jewel tomorrow so then i have my picks ready but from the smackdown that i watched uh the street profits defeated uh carlito and santos escobar from lwo in a tag team match Shotzi defeated uh, Chelsea Green in a match. Dragon Lee uh -huh. defeated Cedric uh, Cedric Alexander, and then LA Knight defeated Jimmy Uso. Let's see, is that what's on here? I'm trying to see what's no. That's level up, level up. Next, next, next. Um, it says Kevin Owens and Austin Theory to throw down on SmackDown. So that's tonight. That's all tonight, huh? That's not previous yeah. stuff. I was trying to look for previous stuff. Oh, and I thought Kevin Owens is one of my favorites too. I know. I know you like him. Mm hmm And so I have my picks for Crown Jewel if you want to hear them. Yeah. So for the World Heavyweight Championship, it's between Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. I think Seth Rollins is going to retain his uh, championship like he did last time. I think Rhea Ripley's going to win the world, the women's world championship again in that five-way match. And this is in the crown jewel you're talking about? Yes. Okay. I think John Cena's going to defeat Solo Sokoa. I think Bianca Belair, will, she'll get her uh, WWE women's championship back. I think and Ray she's going I against Ray EO Sky? Yeah, she's, she's going, going against EO Sky. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then for the United States Championship, I picked Rey Mysterio to uh, defend his championship against Logan Paul. 
I picked my guy Cody Rhodes to defeat Damian Priest of uh, Thank you, Mike. from Judgment Day. And then lastly, the big one for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, I think Roman Reigns is going to beat LA Knight. Okay. Now, did you say um, Sami Zayn versus JD McIndoff? McIndoff? It was Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Right, I know, but Sami Zayn is 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 going to go against um, JD McIndoff, isn't he? <clears throat> I thought no. Oh, I didn't hear I didn't hear anything about that. It says Crown Jewel kickoff Saturday, November fourth. Sami Zayn versus JD McIndoff kickoff match. Um, Sami Zayn is tired of antics of the Judgment Day and is. Stepping up to take on JD. I'm, pro I'm saying his name wrong. McIndah. McIndah. As part McDonough. of the WWE. Okay, thank you. Part yeah. of the WWE Crown Jewel kickoff. So they'll be kicking. Hi, Hoff. Good to see you. So um, oh. I guess they're kicking it off. They're the kickoff match. Yeah. So let's see. Um, it says anybody else. Okay. So you need to figure out who you think is going to win during those two. During that one. But you like Sami Zayn. Yeah, so I might as well go for Sami Zayn. Yeah. I just um, like it. I just really like his theme song so much. It's very upbeat. Oh, and I can't think if that's the one that um BP sent me um a while ago. Sami Zayn. Right, so then I watched some uh go ahead. what so go then ahead. I watched some college football. I watched uh, Texas A&M defeated uh, South Carolina 30-17. to 17. I only watched the first half of this game before I went with Lewis to go to, like, Sierra and Dick's Sporting Goods before, after yeah. after that. And it was, like, 20 – Texas A&M was leading 21-7 to 7 at halftime and ended up winning 30-17. to 17. I watched Louis, number 18 Louisville defeat Duke 23-0. to 0. And then, of course – RCU Buffs lost on the road to UCLA 28 to 28 to 16. Yeah, they sure did lose. Did you hear about all of this? Uh, well, some of the staff and um, the team got their stuff stolen out of the locker room, jewelry, uh, money out of their wallets, all stolen out of the locker room while they were playing the game. Yeah. Oh, here it is. I knew he sent me something. I knew he sent it to me. This is the one you're talking about. Sammy Zang. Yep. Bye, Ellie. Thank you so much for coming in. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe, girl. See how see how upbeat that theme song is? Yeah, there's no words really. It's it's good though. No, it's good. I like it. Yeah. BP's always on top of it. All right. So um So sorry. I have the first it was the first ever college football top twenty five playoff rankings from well uh, back on Tuesday for this season. Okay. So ranked uh in the top four, we have Florida State ranked at number four. Michigan, my Michigan Wolverines ranked at number three. The defending national champion, uh, Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs at number two. 
and ranked number one in the rankings is Ohio State from the Big Ten. All right. So see And then our Air Force Falcons, who are undefeated, they're also in the college football playoff rankings. They got ranked number 25. Now, there is a big game this weekend with uh, Air Force in uh, Navy or Air Force in no, Army. Army. Yeah, Army. If I believe if we defeat Army uh, at home this weekend, we retain what is called the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy. Okay, so it is okay. So it is Air Force and Army, and it's at uh, Mile High Stadium. Yeah, and okay. uh, this Commander in Chief's Trophy is played between Air Force, Navy, and Army. All right, it's going to be an exciting game, and I had no idea that they do not. Um, and we're talking about how. I guess in the past they used to, and I don't know if it's just the state of Colorado, but they do not sell alcohol at any of those games because if you're in uniform, you're not supposed to drink. Any of the cadets are not supposed to drink at the games if they're wearing a uniform. I have to look all at yeah, the whole. When I went to my first Air Force game a long, long time ago. I don't think I ever saw any beer being sold at yeah. the stadium, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think no. they do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, so that and they, they they were saying if you're in Denver, don't be nervous if you see low flying um, jets and aircraft because it's it's most likely going to happen during the game. Um, I don't know when it's playing. I'm sure in the afternoon, early something afternoon. Like that, yeah, maybe in the afternoon yeah. or something like that. But it's going to be, I think it's going to be on like CBS Sports Network, which is like a channel where you have to subscribe to get. Yeah. So I'll just like I'll just follow along on the game like on a game cast like on ESPN.com or something to because you'll update that thing will update dirt while the game is going. Mm-hmm. Like it'll update the scores and everything like that. So I'll just keep track of the game that way. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So NFL football. Are we done with college? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done with college college football. Now NFL football. I watched the Steelers win their fifth straight. Uh, get their fifth straight win over the Steelers. Fifth straight win defeating the Steelers twenty to ten. They're six and two this season in first place in their division and the Who Aaron? You said Steelers twice. Who who beat the Steelers? Uh the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, thank you. Defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Then the Dallas Cowboys kicked the LA Rams butt forty three to twenty. Okay. Wow. And then our Broncos finally got a win against the Kansas City Chiefs last Sunday. I know. Unbelievable. Much needed victory for the Broncos yes. going into the bye week before having to face the Bills on a Monday night on Monday night football after their bye week 24 to 9. Yeah, that was um the Broncos are gonna be on their bye week this Sunday and then they play the Bills in Monday, I believe, on a Monday night. Gotcha. Yeah, Monday night football, yep. Yeah, we needed that bad. And doing it against Kansas City. That's good. Now people are saying, now they're saying, oh, well, maybe Kelsey's getting distracted by Taylor Swift. Give me a break. <laughs> Just whatever. So, so go ahead. So I have the division uh, stand, like who's leading their divisions, who's in the wild card spots for each conference. Okay. And the NFL, uh, go ahead. The Dolphins are leading the AFC East at six and two. Chiefs leading the AFC West also at six and two. 
The Baltimore Ravens are leading the AFC North at 6-2. and two, And the Jacksonville Jaguars are leading the AFC South, their division, also at 6-2. and two. And in the wild card spots at number 5 currently is the Buffalo Bills at 5-3. and three. Steelers at number 6 at 4-3. and three, And also the Browns at also at 4-3 and three at the 7th spot. Gotcha. Now, um, BP... NFC... Oh, hold on real quick. Ste- um, BP put in the Steelers last night, won 20-16 over Tennessee last night. Gotcha. I see. I was going to watch that, but I was like, nah. I nah. Well, now it. you know. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So then for the NFC, the Eagles still have, they have the best record in the NFL right now. It's 7-1, and one, and they lead the NFC East. The Seahawks lead the a- AFC West at five and two. The Detroit Lions surprisingly are leading their division at six and two, and then the Falcons are leading the a- NFC South at four and four. For the wild card situation, Dow- the Cowboys are at five and two, at number five. The 49ers, who have lost three straight, are at number six, at five and three, and then the Vikings at number seven at four and four. Wow! So those are the latest. Uh, Division leaders and wild card teams so far in this halfway, I think, pretty close to halfway through the NFL season right now. Yeah. Okay. Now you do this to help teach me about sports. Now, when you're, <laughs> I'm sure everybody else knows, but what when you keep saying wild card, what does that mean? Um, that means it's just like it's if you don't win <clears throat> your division, you can still get a playoff spot. You're just you're just a wild card team that gets in. You're just a wild card. Okay. But you're yeah, still lower on the road. Lower on their down lower. No, yeah, you have okay. Believe, we gotta explain that a little bit better. We'll look yeah, it up I and believe do. now that in the NFL, seven teams get in per per conference, but only the top seed in each conference get a first round buy now for the playoffs. Okay. An unknown so or predicted Avalanche. Uh, Avalanche played on the road against Buffalo. This is one of the two games that they lost on the road. They lost to Buffalo four to nothing, and it was the second game in a row where the Avalanche got shut out and lost by the same score. Wow! And of course, and, and what was a bummer was yes. Yesterday, I had recorded the Avalanche game where they played uh, St. Louis at home. They won, but the reason why I couldn't watch it, it said it due to like some contract obligations, I couldn't be able to. Wa- I wasn't able to watch it. Yeah, they were making jokes about that on the radio about how <laughs> they were going to have people at the game have like a a buddy at home and then the person at the game could hold up their phone and film the film the game the whole time so the buddy at home could watch it because it's just a joke that you can't watch your own team in your own state because these damn companies are like fighting over money it's just crazy so yeah, yeah. Was- I'm hoping like the next nationally televised game that Avalanche are on. I'm hoping I can watch them then because maybe this weekend I'll look up the nationally the national TV schedule for the NHL and see when the Avalanche are going to be on ESPN or TNT next. You know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, so I still I need- watch them. 
Well, of course you want to watch them. Yeah. You want to support your team. Um, it was yeah. really sad last week that individual hockey player who lost his life. Um, I, I, I wish I knew his name. I'm sorry. I just, it came to my head. Um, but they were talking about all new rules and new hockey sh- boots or, you know, the blades at the bottom being, um, cause back in yeah. the olden day, they were saying they weren't as sharp as they are now. Um, on top of, they were saying that this guy's a nasty player. I don't know if that's true. I haven't done my research. I'm just saying what I've heard, um, that he's, you know, being charged with all this stuff because he's been known to be a nasty player. Again, don't know if that's true or not. And, and I don't know again, about the um the blades on the shoes if they're they were saying they're made out of some you know different types of metal and aluminum and they're way sharper than they used to be back in the day and so now they're trying to get them to pass some type of thing so that they can't be as sharp so that it doesn't because there's other people they get hurt you know pretty bad with those blades they're very sharp Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I, I don't remember, know. I don't know. Um, there was that show called uh, Sports Science back in the day, and there was that thing about this one player um, who got, uh, like, he got his uh, neck sliced open with one of those skates. Yeah. And he was a goalie, and it was it was kind of too gruesome for me to watch because, you know, because of the blood coming out of his neck. Yeah. Because at because of this, this that's why the uh, goalies have like those plastic neck protectors on their uh, goalie mask. Oh, gotcha. So well, now that's happened. Yeah. Now it's happened to another player who wasn't a goalie because that's where he got it was on the neck. I'm pretty no. sure. Oh, yeah. pretty sad. There's but like two. I, isn't there like two like arteries or like vein like veins in your neck on either side? Yeah, the the big ones. That's why it's so bloody. Um, but you know, it's hard to say because I'm not a hockey player. I've never played the game. I don't know the rules. I don't know all that. I haven't grown up in it. Um, so it's hard. It's hard. It's just all around. Yeah. Somebody shouldn't die playing a game. So there's gotta be something, but mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I hope they look into it. I watched the Nuggets play the Thunder. They ended up beating the Thunder 128 to 95. And starting tonight, they're playing in the new in-season tournament against the Dallas Mavericks at home. And I have like all, some of the details of that uh, in-season tournament that they're doing this year. Yeah, you tried so to explain that here. to me. Go ahead, try to. I yeah, it so was. In group, this is group play. All 30 teams have been randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference based on win loss records from the 2022 23 regular season, beginning November 3rd and continuing through Tuesday, November 28th. Each team will play four designated group play games on tournament nights, one against each opponent in its group, with two games at home and two on the road. All 67 games across both stages in the in-season tournament will count towards regular season standings except except the championship. Each team will continue to play 82 regular season games in the 2023-24 season, including those games that are a part of group play and the knockout rounds. The Nuggets are in Group B with the LA Clippers, the the New Orleans Pelicans, Dallas Mavericks, and Houston Rockets. Now, when, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So that group, does that mean they only play those five teams or however many you say, does that group only play yeah, those they teams? Said, they said that they'll play in each group, each opponent, each one, one against each opponent in its group with two games at home. So they'll play two games at home and then two on the road. Okay. So a total okay. of four group play games. So tournament nights will take place every Tuesday and Friday from November 3rd to 28th, except elects election day on Tuesday, and November 7th, when no games will be played. The only NBA games played on tournament nights will be group play games. Group play games will count as regular season games for all purposes. Eight teams will advance to the knockout rounds. The team with the best standing standings in the group play games after in each of the six groups and one wild card team from each conference. The wild card will be the team from each conference with the best record in group play games that finish second in its group. In the event, in the event two or more teams are tied for the wild card in a conference, a tie among the teams will be broken following following the same tiebreaker protocol described a described except head-to-head -head record in group stage ties within groups will be broken before the calculation of wildcard tiebreakers okay see so now so the these, these games are played even during the other games all the rest of the other nba games yeah like they're being played during the regular season and these games will still count it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Towards the team's like regular season record. Yeah. Okay. So the knockout okay. rounds. The knockout rounds will consist of single elimination games for the eight teams that advance from group play, beginning with the quarterfinals on December 4th and 5th. Teams that win will progress to the neutral site semifinals December 7th and then the championship on December 9th, which those games I know will be played in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, okay. Games in the first and second rounds of the knockout rounds will count as regular season games for all purposes. The championship will not be counted as a regular season game, such a game game that would not count towards a regular team's regular season record or players, players or team's performance in such game that would not count towards regular season statistics. In each conference, quarterfinal games will be hosted by the two teams with the best record in group play games and the team with the best record in group play games will host the wild card team in in the event of two or more teams tie for the higher seed in a conference a tie amongst a tie among the teams will be broken followed following the same tiebreaker bro protocol during the knockout rounds on days in when the in-season tournament games are not scheduled wednesday december 6th and friday december 8th Mm -hmm. 22 teams that do not qualify for the knockout rounds will each play two regular season games. The formatic approach to determine the matchups for these games using the group play standings in each conference, 5th to 15th, two of the two, two of the 22 games will be scheduled cross conference since there'll be an odd number of teams in each conference that do not advance to the quarterfinals. The cross conf conference games will will be scheduled between bottom finishing teams and group play stage subject to travel constraints and no team will be will play more than one of its two games cross games cross conference 
The other 20 games will be scheduled within within the conference featuring teams of, that are otherwise scheduled to play each other, each other thrice during the season whenever possible. The four teams that lose in the quarterfinals will each play a regular season game on Friday, December 8th against the opponent of their same conference. So why are they doing this? Why are they adding this? I think I remember the uh, commissioner saying like he wanted to, like he has seen like what the WNBA does because they have something similar called the Commissioner's Cup. Yeah. And, like other leagues like across like other countries or something are doing the same thing. So he wanted to do something like say if you don't win the NBA championship, but you could still win a trophy, which is going to be called. Oh, the NBA so trophy. there you it's go. Trophy. They want everybody to win a trophy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why are they adding this in? It does. I just okay. All right. Okay. So they want everybody yeah. to have a trophy. Yeah, and then then. The, like I said, the Nuggets are playing uh, against the Dallas Mavericks in their group play game tonight, and that comes on after the uh, New, I believe the New York Knicks Milwaukee Bucks game. Okay. Wow. Alrighty. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to stay up to watch that Nuggets game. So <laughs> I'm gonna try my best. All right. So so somebody could end up winning two trophies if they're really good. They yeah, could so win they this trophy and they could NBA win it all. And then the NBA championship. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. my word. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> and that's all the sports I got for this week. All right. Well, thank you, Aaron. Um, that, yeah, I didn't quite, you know, still sometimes, uh, where is my clapping? Um, still sometimes I don't quite understand that whole, you were trying to explain it to me yesterday about this whole NBA in-season tournament. And it all comes down to them picking out and somebody else who might not be able to win the big trophy can get a trophy or somebody can win two trophies. All righty. And I like how the semifinals and the championship game are going to be held in Las Vegas too. Okay. So I think that's a good, I think that's a good site for the semifinals and championship game. Why? Just because. Because I know that's where the NBA has their uh, that preseason for their rookies called the Summer League. Uh huh. They usually hold it in held. Hold it in Vegas. Takes place in Las Vegas. Yeah, so I'm thinking, well, that's going to be a good spot for the in-season tournament semifinals and championship game. I think. All right, gotcha. Because I know in February that's where the Super Bowl is going to be too in Las Vegas. Oh, they're doing a lot of stuff. And they're probably, they're all new stadiums. They haven't been around that long, right? Because um, Vegas never no, really had I mean, T-Mobile. I know T-Mobile Arena is home to the Vegas Golden Knights, which is the hockey their hockey team in Vegas. Uh-huh. Uh, I forgot the name of the stadium for the Las Vegas Raiders. That, that one. And then, of course, they have that... Um, <clears throat> WNBA team that just recently won back-to-back championships, the Aces. Gotcha. All right. Well, that'll yep. be fun. Well, thank you, Aaron, so very, very much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. And we will um, have you back on Friday to talk about all that stuff about the Crown Jewel pick. Drown, well, your picks. See how yep. they came out. You've been. Do, you do pretty mm-hmm. good with those when you when you just watch them. You do pretty good. 
yeah, I've been getting really good at it. Like, especially for the NFL and college football, like combined right now, mm -hmm. like combined correct picks wise, I gotten at least six, almost 61% of them all correct. There you go. Good so job. Do like a, do, if you're doing it like a fraction Thank wise, you, Bam, Bam. Thank you, Bam. Thank you, of the time. That's awesome. Good job, Aaron. Keep yeah. up the good work. Thank you. All right. We'll see you. I'll see you in a little right. bit, but we'll see you on next Friday. Yep. See you guys next Friday. Bye. There he goes. All right, we're going to start with some music. And it's funny, some of these lists that I get, it's like rediscovering the 2000s. Well, it's still in the 2000s. I guess it's just the earlier 2000s. And that's what we're going to do today. So we're going to start off with Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. All right, a little bit about this song. Um, this song is about an estrangement and the recognition that the American dream can let you down. Um, the singer hopes um, have been crushed and he finds himself very much alone. Um, Boulevard of Broken Dreams is famous painting by Gottfried Helwin um, depicting Marilyn Monroe, Humphrey Bogart, um, James Dean, and Elvis Presley hanging in a bar. Um, Helwin's painting is a parody of the painting called Nighthawks by Edward Hopper. Um, in an interview, Green Day's frontman, Billy Joe Armstrong, said he saw the title on um, another one of Helen's paintings of James Dean in 1948. Uh, there's an old James Dean photo where he's walking in New York underneath it says Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It's a great photo of him. Um, so that's where the nickname and title came from, he said. So here is Green Day. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. <clears throat> Thank you, Radio Parlors. Thank you, VP. Welcome. Thank you, Dee. 
Something between the lines What's fucked up and everything's alright Check my vital signs To know I'm still alive and I walk alone I walk alone, I walk alone I walk alone, I walk alone My shadows are one Hi, big homie Phillips. Welcome. All right, that's Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Green Day, off the album American Idiot, 2004. All right, we're going to move on to a little Linkin Park with Numb. Um, Numb by Linkin Park is a song about feeling pressured and overwhelmed in the struggles to meet expectations from those around you. The song speaks to the struggles to maintain one's own identity and remain true to themselves, but to find themselves unable to navigate the issues when caught up in a situation where they are unable to do so. Um, the narrator is struggling with the inner turmoil as they feel lost and under the surface and every step that I take is another mistake to you. Um, so here is a little Lincoln Park with Numb. Welcome back, Mike. Welcome, DP, DQ, and BVH. Thank you, BP. Don't know what you're expecting of me, but under the pressure of walking in your shoes, every step that I take is another mistake to you. Afraid to lose control Cause everything that you thought I would be Has fallen apart Right in front of you Every step that I take Is another mistake to I 
That is Linkin Park with Numb off the album Meditora on 2003. All right, we're going to move on to a little um, fat lip by um, Sum 41. Uh, this song is about lead singers Derek Wibley's parents who wanted him to be just another normal person. Um, Derek had other ideas. He wanted to do what he loved, not become another victim of conformity. Um, wow, all these songs sound to have be similar in thought. At concerts, he explained that while the song was inspired by his upbringing and the travails of being a teenager, he encouraged everyone to chart their own course and not give a damn about what other people think about it. Fat lips struck a chord with young people eager to break free from the shackles of their parents. Um, so the song came off as very genuine because it was, um, Wibley was only 20 when he wrote it, um, and the guitar and drummer were also of the same age. So they were young. Here is Fat Lip, Psalm 41. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Glad to have you be Kobe Phillips. Welcome. I don't want to waste my time. Thousand and one. 
All right, we're going to stop it right there. We're going to move on to Such Great Heights by the Postal Service. A little bit about that song. With the lyrics, everything looks perfect from far away. This song explains all of which seems perfect, but up close is not. The earth from far away looks like a perfect spear, but up close there's mountains, valley, vanishes. A perfectly drawn circle using a compass looks jagged under a microscope. The song um, says how the most perfect of our relationships, there's many imperfections that both parties must learn to accept and overlook. If you are one of the one-sided come down now, back to earth, back to reality, and recognize your own faults as well. Um, this was the first single from Postal Service. Here it is, Such Great Heights. Thank you, big homie Phillips. Appreciate you. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you. You know that. <laughs> hey, Forky, how are you? God, I can't think of who these guys sound like. Hmm. Oh, you'll get it. You'll get it, Big Cohen Phillips. I'm not sure if you have an iPhone or an Android, but it, you'll get it. If you want to follow somebody, click on their um, little face, and then you're able to follow them. Oh, iPhone. <laughs> uh, click, you should be able to click on the person's face um, anywhere if you talk to somebody in the chat, and then you can follow them. Um, I'm not sure. I think <laughs> I'm not sure else about that. I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> God, I gotta figure out who these guys sound like to me. I've never heard of them before, the Postal Service. The song is Such Great Heights. The album is Give Up, um, and it was in 2003. I'll figure it out. Probably when we get off the show, somebody, either BP or Bam Bam will be, this is one. I'll be like, yep, you're right. <laughs> you're reading my mind. All right. So we're going to move on to, um, if this will turn off, to the killers. When? you were young. Um, written all, by all four members of the band, this song is about growing up 
moving on in the world, leaving the past behind you. It deals with how your perception changes as you look back on your youth. Isn't that the truth? Um, this was the first single from Sam's Town, which is the killer's second album. Much of the album was influenced by Bruce Springsteen, who often wrote about restless youth. Huh, that's interesting that they would, that Bruce, I don't, I don't think of the killers and think of Bruce Springsteen. Um, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, this was a very important song for the group as they were worried about meeting expectations in the wake of their highly acclaimed first album, Hot Fuss. According to Brandon Flowers, when he came up with the lyrics, he doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but he talks like a gentleman. He knew he had something special and that things would work out. So here is the killers when you're young. Oh, okay. Thank you, Bam Bam. I'm going to play it. I think you might be right, Bam Bam. <laughs> is when you were young the killers off the album sam's town 2006 and uh <clears throat> oh we turn off dang turn off um i think you're right bam bam violet funds 
I think it is the one, that's what I was thinking about that other group. I kept thinking, how do they sound like? I think I followed you. Yeah, I'm following you, big homie Phillips. I got you. Yeah, it is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> It's too funny because you did that the other day when I was thinking of that. I'm like, skinny guy, long hair. He's dancing around. And you knew exactly who I was talking about. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So we're going to move on to the next band. Uh, let's see. And these guys, Spoon, the underdog. The song, The Underdog by Spoon, speaks to the feeling of being overlooked or undervalued by society. Uh, the narrator of the song notes that people often ignore those who seem insignificant or powerless in favor of those who are more successful. The narrator also speaks of the desire to break free from his mentality and realize the power of the even the underdog. Um, the chorus emphasizes this point, stating that those who ignore those who could teach them will not survive in the long run. The song is an insp inspiring call to recognize the value and potential in everyone, no matter how overlooked or undervalued they may seem. Huh, I like it. Here we go. Let's listen. The underdog, Spoon. Oh, if you put it in the chat and I'll try to look it up there, big homie Phillips. about it but I'd be happy to play it for you. Thank you, Bam Bam.
little song that's the underdog by spoon uh and uh it just says it's off the 2017 remastered well there we go all right we're moving on to swing swing by the all-american rejects um a little bit about this song the all-american rejects guitarist nick wheeler um, writes the music for their songs while lead singer tyson ritter handles um wheeler and ritter handles the lyrics ritter was 18 when he wrote this song and was inspired by real events um, ritter says he had a rough relationship and found it difficult to move on after a breakup his heart may have been crushed into a million pieces by a former love. Oh, man. See, he's like Taylor Swift writing about his loves, but soon found a new one. The model actress, Kim Smith, who had a starring role in NSYNC's Bye 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 video. Um, Ritter and Smith dated for about six years, which um, Matt, he had to involve as a songwriter with no more real life heartbreak to draw on. He had to create drama for songs like Dirty Little Secret and Give You Hell. Well, we're not playing those. We're playing Swing Swing. Here it is. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Mike. Oh, look at you came in just in time. Okay, bam, bam, gotcha. Thank you, BP. Oh, dirty little secret. Ah, oh, well, dang, I have to get that one for you. Did you know that I would cry? No. Do you know what it feels like? <laughs> All right, here you go. Here you go, Billy B. Hopefully there's no commercial. Oh, damn. I'm going to say, oh, damn, now there's a commercial. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Time or two, just to waste my time with you. 
Hi, Sean. Welcome. Good to have you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, welcome, PPG. American rejects from mom, friend, Billy D. All American rejects. Dirty little secret. All right. Um, we are going to move on. And this next one. I know you like Bam Bam. Short skirt, long jacket. Cake. Um, lead singer John McKeeran um, told Rolling Stones about the line, I want a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket. I think it was inspired by seeing somebody with two total opposite fashion gestures. And that's sort of what the song is about. Directly opposite forces housed within the same mechanism or persona. Um, I saw this woman as trying to arrive at a balance. Um, the shirt going up in the jacket going down. All right, here's Kate, short skirt, long jacket. Oh. 
Long jacket, cake, off the album, Comfort Eagle, 2001. All right, the next one is, um, okay, Cover Your Angel Ears, Cold Heart Bitch by Jet. Another great band, Australian band. Cold Heart Bitch by Jet is a song about a man's encounter with a woman who captivates him with her confidence and sexuality. The lyrics convey his strong attraction to her and emphasizes the physical connection and the desire for instant gratification. Um, it goes a little bit deeper than that, but this is a morning show and that's all I can say. Here you go, Jet, Cold Heart Bitch. <laughs> He's got his angel head headgear on. He's all right. Oh, man. 
Just a kiss on the lips, that's right. That is Jack Coldheart, bitch. Off the album Get Porn, 2004. If you haven't listened to that album, listen to it. Or CD. Um, as old people say album. Huh. It's a good one. Kid rockin' one. All right, we're going to move on. Oh, man, time is flying by. Um, All right, yeah. We're going to play Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. Cage the Elephant. Um. Let's see, what can I say quickly about this song? Cage uh, the Elephant came from the town of Boeing Green, Kentucky, which is known for manufacturing um, Chevrolet Corvettes. The sing-along rhythm and blues anthem was a top 40 hit for the band in the UK of 2008. Um, so here is Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, Cage the Elephant. So uh -huh. Oh, I remember eight tracks. Oh my gosh. Who ever decided to make those? Money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. There's nothing in the world for free. Can't slow down, I can't hold back, though, you know, I wish I could. Oh, there ain't no rest for the
That is Cage the Elephant. Ain't no rest for the wicked. Off the album, Cage the Elephant, 2008. Good words to that song. Um, all right. I know I played this earlier this week. Um, I just played it. I didn't get to talk about it. And um, I really like the song and the words to the song. It means a lot to me. Um, it's One More Time by Blink-182. Um, in 2008, Blink-182's drummer Travis Barker was badly injured in a heroin plane accident that claimed four lives. The band had been on hiatus since 2005, but reunited after the fateful September crash. Seven years later, guitarist Tom DeLonge bailed out of the band, leaving Blink-182 without the sonic firepower um, for 2016's California and 2019's Nine. Um, DeLong returned to fold in 2022 after bassist Mark Hoppus was diagnosed with cancer. One More Time is a reflective ballad where Hoppus and DeLong trade verses, lamenting their tendency to regroup only when life throws its worst punches like Barker's crash or Hoppus's cancer scare. Blink-182 released One More Time on September 21, 2023 um, through Columbia Records as a double single from the band's ninth studio album of the same name. Um, you guys, we need to really think about life, love, and appreciate those around you in your life. And don't be afraid to tell them that. Um, you never know what's going to happen or when it's going to be cut short. So here you go, Blink-182, one more time. I am from Denver, Colorado. Strangers, from strangers into brothers, from brothers into strangers once again. We saw the whole world, but I couldn't see the meaning. I couldn't even recognize my friends. But nothing's any different Brandon feels the same I wonder why I wish they told us It, should it shouldn't take a sickness Or airplanes falling out the sky Should I have to die to hear you miss me?
time blink 182 off the album one more time and that was um from this year uh so love one another y'all try to tell people that you care about them and stuff because you never know you never know um so yeah that's what i gotta say that's what tina joe's gotta say so besides that be safe this weekend um and come back on monday yeah because I said so. <laughs> and remember, let's see, we now have 51 days, 14 hours, 45 minutes, and 11 seconds before Christmas. Ah! So we got that going on. And don't forget the Dina Joe podcast, Ugly Sweater Contest that we're having too. So start thinking of making one or buying one. I don't care. You can buy one. No rules there. So I am going to leave you like I always leave you. If my sound effects will work for me today, let's see. <laughs> Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Um, I appreciate you guys so much and love you guys more than you know. Um, thank you for being here and supporting me. Um, it was great to have you with us today. Uh, did he already leave? No, big homie Phillips. Great to have you with me today. And everybody else, Radio Parlez, Mike, Bam Bam, BP. Um, who else is in here? Billy D. I love you guys. Have a great day. Oh, thank you. Um, what, what are you getting me for Christmas? A big kiss. There you go. <laughs> I will see you guys on, um, Monday. Talk to you later. Bye. I love you guys. Thank you, Radio Carlos. Michael. Thank you, Carlos. See you guys later. <laughs>